Fluid NYC presents the Be Fluid podcast, hosted by Marcia and Sina. Hi, this is the Be Fluent podcast. We're back with episode 11. I'm your co-host, Masha. And I'm Sinan. And today we are back with the theme of mindfulness. Uh, and we're finally presenting to you our interview with Ruth Mortimer of Forest Clouds Nature Therapy. She's the founder. Uh, she runs the whole operation. Uh, and they focus on mindfulness in nature. Uh, it's kind of therapy where they go out and engage with nature and, um, you know, have sort of deep thoughts, reflect, think about the, where they are in the moment and kind of lose themselves, right? It's kind of escape. Um, any words about our friend Ruth? Should we, maybe we should mention how we met her. Yeah, actually, we met her in uh, Japan teaching English there and um, she's done so many wonderful things um, from acting, directing um, and now running this amazing business. She um, had that cool like travel blog thing going for a while too. She right? did. It was like a van that traveled around to different places and they kind of renovated the van as they traveled. But um anyway i hope that uh you listen to the vocab and if you if you didn't maybe stop this and go back and re-listen don't be lazy got a review um i yeah definitely recommend i think obviously the main goal you're here for is to improve your listening ability and get some practice listening to english native speakers but um i think the vocabulary is is a in some ways, it could be the most important aspect of what we're giving our listeners here in this uh, podcast, just because it's a chance to really like delve into the material and learn something concrete from it uh, beyond just generally improving your listening. So, uh, yeah, definitely go back and listen. But of course, remember, uh, with every word that we reviewed last week, you'll hear this sound. And uh, that way you can sort of remember to pay attention to the word as it's being used naturally. But so yeah, without further ado, uh, I will, I guess, hand it over to you, Masha. You can, you know, say your final words and then we'll go straight to the interview. Sure. I hope you uh, enjoy uh, this interview. It was really fun to do and uh, Ruth's voice is very relaxing and uh, nice to listen to. Yeah, and as always, like like we said, uh, in these stressful times, we've decided to tone it back with this episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's interview. Hi, and welcome to today's topic. Uh, we're really lucky to have a special guest today. Uh, welcome, Ruth. How are you? Hello. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for being here today. Um, I am really excited to talk to you about kind of what you do. Um, I've been following you on Facebook uh, for a while and <laughs> seeing what you do. But recently, um, uh, I really want to know more about um, what you've been into. 
sure. <laughs> well, thanks for following me. <laughs> um, yeah, I run forest bathing sessions uh, here in Essex in UK, which is just the southeast of England, kind of near London. Um, and the forest bathing sessions, um, or known as Shinrin Yoku um, in Japanese, um, are basically nature meditation sessions out in the woods or anywhere out in a natural space uh, and all about relaxation and connecting to nature which we really need right now i think <laughs> everybody yeah, needs sure <laughs> um so like how how does that work do you do you like take a group out with you do you like how how does like if if one were to join one of your sessions how how would we do that yeah sure so i run it as my own business and have a facebook page and social media but i also work with some organizations here in essex um most of them are natural organizations conservation organizations so uh, working with wildlife um, protecting nature mm -hmm. and so my work really works well with what they're doing um, so we advertise and take big groups or small groups so sometimes maybe 20 people 25 people and then sometimes i take a small group maybe only two or three people um, and it's usually two or three hours out in the woods and we all meet and I explain to them a little bit about what they might expect. And then we go for a really slow walk through the woods, often stopping, um, doing some different exercises or invitations. Hmm. And that's the big emphasis in a forest bathing session is everything is an invitation. So it's your choice to take part your choice to enjoy it as you would like to um, so some people really uh, want to connect and maybe um, have some different problems or anxieties in their life and this is their chance to just take a moment mm -hmm. get some peace um, and for some people it's just a nice walk in the woods and that's all okay and so um do some people like lay down or are there like techniques that 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 you teach them or is it just kind of like do whatever you feel yeah so it's a sequence of different um exercises so we might do really slow walking in silence so just really looking and listening um there's maybe some different meditations i might lead so inviting people to close their eyes and really focus on what they can hear mm. maybe breathing in what they can smell um, we might take a little cup and collect different smells from the forest mm. um, and explore those smells and that normally surprises people because they think it'll all smell the same or um, or they don't know really you know, they've never really walked around and smelt the forest <laughs> Um, and actually, it's really interesting. The smells remind people of maybe their childhood or um, different emotions or memories. And that's really lovely often. Um, and so, then oh, so it's, it's kind of like an awakening of the senses. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And almost going back to what we used to be like as humans in 
nature. Hmm. We would rely on those senses to survive, um, to find food, to uh, smell if there's danger or, or anything that was really sort of natural to us that maybe we've forgotten now um, in our busy city lives where we don't have to rely on those senses. But the theory and a lot of the science is proving that our bodies are meant to function that way, where we're connecting to our senses. That's how our body feels more comfortable. Our nervous system actually operates better when we're smelling and tasting and listening to natural sounds. Um, so it actually can make us really calm down and have a lot of health benefits as well. Yeah. Um, so how, how, does one, how does one kind of do that in a city? You know, it's, it is difficult, but it is possible. A lot of the scientific studies have compared uh, forest bathing in the woods and in a city. Mm. And there are still benefits in the city, just maybe not as much or as long lasting. But you can still walk around a city that little bit slower and just mm. pay attention um, to what you can hear. And that might be a lot of traffic and a lot of people, <laughs> but then when you start to pay attention and take extra time, you might just notice a bird flying overhead hmm. or maybe as you walk down the street, you might see just a little bit of a green plant in the pavement. Um, there's a surprising amount of nature around. And when we slow ourselves down and pay attention to those things, I think we start to appreciate them and feel quite, excited to find them or perhaps some joy and delight in seeing those things and also we almost forget everything else that's going on in our heads so it gives us a moment to just be really here and now and in the present um, and that's often the key to relaxation um, and just a little bit of time out yeah yeah i mean in a city it's so hard to relax so i think i think that's a great way to just kind of focus on the little things, slow down, especially yeah. here in New York. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I think even when you're inside, and I've been doing a lot of thinking about how I can get people to connect with nature now that some people really don't have access to green spaces at the moment. And even when you're inside, if you've got a plant in mm. your room, in your house, your apartment, you can even take a little bit more time just to really look at the plant it might sound a bit silly. You might feel a little bit crazy to start with, but actually taking time to really look at it, look at the colors, look at the detail. If there's leaves to look on the top underneath, maybe even to smell it, to smell the soil. Um, and then even just to sort of take a moment to think, well, where has this plant come from? Mm. Um, where might it be going to? What's it part of? How do you connect with it? You know, when you're breathing, breathing in, breathing out, and what the plant takes in, oxygen, carbon dioxide, that connection that we have with it. And that might, for some people, actually give them just that little bit of connection to nature. And I think some of that is also really important for us to remind us that we are nature. Yeah. And we're connected to a bigger thing. It's not just us, you know, and that can be quite helpful sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I um ju yeah, just listening to you talk about it is relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> um how how did you get into this? Like this, you know, we we met what maybe 12 13 years ago? 
when were we? We were in Japan, right? 13, yeah, 13, 14 years. My math ago. is really bad, so. But <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so you were teaching English. You did theater in Vietnam, and then how, how did you get into this? Because this is such such a yeah interesting, amazing kind of path. Yeah, I've done a lot of different things, um, and certainly when I was working in theater and, and even teaching. I guess that's still leading groups and mm. facilitating conversation. I used to do a lot of team building um, in different organizations and I think all of those things inform those skills. I've always loved the outdoors um, and I've always really enjoyed going to meditation and yoga. Um, the older I've got, the more I've looked for that type of practice as I've realized that I used to be really busy and do a lot of things and that was great but you can burn out if you mm. go too fast um, but really the big uh, connection for me to nature and then finding forest bathing was a couple of years ago when I um, was really ill um, and I was in the hospital but I was looking out the window I was moved to intensive care and out the window was a beautiful beautiful view of the hills and the trees and it was so green and lush and that really helped me feel really positive and hopeful hmm. um, and I've since read scientific studies that hospital patients with a view of nature even a picture of nature it can really speed up their recovery and help them and when I had to come home to my parents and I had months of recovery um, I'm very lucky they live near a woods so when I could eventually walk up to the woods, it took me a while to get there, but when I could get there, I really noticed the difference in um, my breathing and my body and my mind. Um, so that's where it began. But then I had a job interview <laughs> um, in a visitor centre at the woods and I had to propose an event idea. And I was thinking about wellness in the woods, yoga, tai chi. And I was looking on Google um, and just found forest bathing and thought, what is that? <laughs> and maybe that will be different. No one else will say that in the interview. <laughs> but the more I researched it, the more I thought, actually, I really want to do that. And so I found some courses and went and studied and then thought I'd give it a go. And I didn't know how popular it would be. Mm. Um, I had no idea, really. Um, but it went really well all my sessions were booking up and people were asking for more and it was a real surprise and shock and has kind of become an accidental business success <laughs> i think the best businesses are kind of accidental <laughs> um wow that's great so kind of something bad led you to something really good yeah. yeah and that's really important to remember for me and maybe for other people if they've experienced it um, is nature is always there for us so um, it's very easy to get swept back up into work and daily stresses and forget things we might have learned when we've gone through a difficult time um, but then just to remember just to take a moment to just appreciate a flower a plant nature the birds the blue sky it seems so simple and maybe even obvious but when you take that extra moment I think it helps put things in perspective a little bit and um, and just knowing that nature will continue no matter what's going on. There's, for me, something really comforting about that. So in recent times, I've made sure that I've got outside as much as I can um, safely and uh, gone for a walk in the woods and really 
that's helped me a lot and I think other people too who can yeah it's it's um it's yeah it's even nice to just like look at trees today I'm on my porch and when I look out the window I just see a couple of you know trees and some flowers growing and even that is just like ah <sighs> yeah, yeah. And there's one thing we do in forest bathing that's very traditional from the Japanese practice um, called a sit spot, where you sit in a spot <laughs> for a long period of time, at least 20 minutes if you can. And the recommendation is to keep going back to that same spot regularly and you start to really get to know the place, get to know the trees, maybe the birds. And the more you're there, perhaps they will get used to you. So you mm. blend in and... Um, I think now that we're all forced to be in one place, even if it's just a tree on a street out a window, if you are regularly looking at that tree over time, you'll start to really get to know it and see it change. And I think there's something really interesting that comes from that. And we don't have to force that or put anything um, extra onto that just to sit and watch. And um, there's something I think quite natural and lovely about that. Yeah, and noticing the details and the change and kind of how time, yeah, what, what, what time is like <laughs> in a different way, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and certainly in normal life when you're rushing around, you often just don't take that time at all, do you, really? Even yeah. if you're someone who likes trees, you go, oh, tree, off you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, well, thank you so much. I really, uh, I learned a lot and... Um, I'm really happy to talk to you. <laughs> Pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. So that's it. Um, Thank you so much, Ruth. That uh, was a great interview. Uh, like I said, very easy to understand. Uh, a nice... Um, chance to listen to some, some British English, a different accent, um, different dialects of British English even. Um, but yeah, I think that was a nice chance for everyone to have a calm follow-up to all that political stuff. So yeah, that was fun. Um, it made me really think about um, appreciating nature. I think uh, living in a city like New York City, sometimes it's hard, but um, Ruth gave some really great suggestions. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and like I said, I think uh, her accent's really easy to understand. And although it's a little different from ours, and maybe her like vocabulary and stuff is, is a little different, just being a different dialect. You know, she speaks very proper uh, London English. Um, but yeah, it should be a nice opportunity for, for you listeners to, uh, to hear something a little different. Um, and so, yeah, once again, thank you so much, Ruth. Uh, it's been a while since we saw you back in Japan. But, um, yeah, it was nice to hear your voice again and uh, see what you're up to over there in England now. Um, I guess without further ado, let's tell some folks how to follow Ruth. Uh, where they can do that. Uh, I guess let's start with Instagram and Facebook, Masha. Yes, Forest Clouds Nature Therapy on both Instagram and Facebook. And on Twitter, it's at Forest Clouds N-A-T um, Nature Therapy and three letters 
cleverly there. Um, but yeah, be sure and give give them a follow. Uh, they're doing some fun, interesting stuff. And uh, also, don't forget to go outside, take a walk, get out in nature, uh, reconnect with it, remember the sights and smells of it, and let yourself go. This is a stressful time for everyone with the coronavirus and um, you know, all the stuff going on in the news. But so yeah, don't forget to unwind and let nature into your life a little bit. Pay attention to the trees, right? That's what Ruth says. Well, uh, looking forward to our next interview. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about what's, what's coming up next, Marsha. Next week's topic is cooking, and I'll be talking to a chef um, and kind of learning uh, what it's like to be a chef. Yeah, that should be exciting. Um, we... Uh, getting some native speakers for you guys to listen to. Uh, and so, yeah, next up, Adam Rule. Uh, but, yeah, once again, thank you so much to Ruth Mortimer. Uh, I hope all of you listeners enjoyed that. Um, and we'll be back again next week. See you soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. I hope you liked this episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.